Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nightly, your Monday through Friday source for everything Nintendo. My name is Michael Cottrell, your host, and today on the show, I want to talk about a game called Owlboy. So Owlboy is an indie game that is 10 years in the making, and while it didn't come first to Switch, it's here on Switch today in digital form and will later get a physical release. So Owlboy is a platformer that has a main character with the ability to fly. While that may sound horrendously boring, the emphasis is instead placed on combat, puzzle solving, and navigating tight corridors as you move through the levels inside of the game. The visuals and the, the sprite work are absolutely gorgeous, and the world building is really well done. I, I genuinely want to know more about how this strange world works and the uh, environments that they create, like the floating islands, all the different characters that are uh, very much inspired, I think, by Zelda the Wind Waker. And um, there's a, a little story that's, that's formed with it, and it all seems very, very, very interesting and cool. So uh, they introduce you to the main character otis he is the owl boy and they do the whole like nintendo mute protagonist thing but they actually do it for a reason it's a large part of his character a large part of the uh prejudice in and just uh shame that he receives on a daily basis for being the way that he is and he has a ton of weight and responsibility that is thrown on them and you really feel you really feel for him so uh, I think he's a really well-designed character. The way that he has a huge grin and, and sort of emotes without saying any words is really nice to see. Very Nintendo-esque, but it's not mute for the sake of being mute. It's mute for a, a good reason. And I realize that Nintendo does this because they want you to feel like you're the protagonist. But let's be honest. Like, everybody... Most people at this point playing Zelda, they they just select uh, the character's name as Link. They don't, they don't call him... Uh, they don't call him whatever whatever your name is. But that aside, uh, the other characters are very charming as well. The um, the father figure that you have there is uh, is kind of a nice a nice switch up. You know, it's it's someone that is an ally and sort of an adversary at the same time. You uh, feel the tension in their relationship, and uh, Otis's best friend Getty is a really lovable character, and carrying him uh, acts as the game's shooting mechanic. So with Otis, you've got uh, certain tools that you've got at your disposal. You jump and fly around, you can roll, you can spin, uh, a couple things that you could do there, but when the game introduces you to Getty, that's how you can actually aim and shoot. So aiming is done with the right analog stick and shooting is done with the R trigger. So the shooting feels good and you'll be able to weave around in the air with Otis while shooting with Getty. And uh, of course, you're going to use their different abilities to solve different puzzles and beat different enemies. And the way that you need to kind of flip flop between using one character and, uh, and both of them is interesting. You know, if you spin in the air with owl boy, Getty will uh, be thrown off of you and you'll have to go back and pick him up. So in certain battles where you have to use both the spin attack and shooting mechanic, it could be an interesting little switch up. Uh, though the game, very early on gives the ability to sort of instantly summon them to your grasp. So we'll see if that continues to be an interesting tension or if it's just a, you know, a funny control thing. So the game is retro in a charming way. Like I said, the sprite work is absolutely beautiful. Something that probably couldn't have been accomplished on the Super Nintendo that, that it's sort of uh, basing itself in. And it gives these obvious nods to 
Zelda Link to the Past with the way that the uh, text scrolling sounds and uh, certain elements like that, but it makes sure to forge its own path as well. It's not indie for the sake of, you know, indie Super Nintendo inspired Metroidvania, blah, 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 for, for the sake of selling copies. It's just, it is what it is. And, um, the one weird thing is that I wish I was able to play this with someone else. Even if there was only the only degree of control that they got was aiming and shooting. I thought there would be a really cool co-op option here. Like there is in the Mario galaxy games in the Mario galaxy games, you would simply get the opportunity as the second player to just aim the Wii remote and control where the cursor was for, uh, shooting star bits and solving little puzzles and things like that. But it was nice to just have an option to sit down with someone and play uh you know often the the further i get in in life uh, sometimes playing multiplayer games isn't so much about playing the game it's more about getting together and just having something to kind of do with our hands while we're we're hanging out so i would hope that eventually they would do some sort of uh, co-op mode for this but I don't imagine that's going to be a huge possibility. They'd probably have to rework a lot of things in the game. The other strange lack of customization is in the controls. So you can customize whether you want the HUD to show up. You can customize, uh, you know, how the where certain button prompts and aiming reticles appear. But you can't customize the button placement. Uh, the A button is jump, which for me as someone who, who grew up in the Super Nintendo era is incredibly confusing to me. Uh, I don't know if this was different in different regions, but uh, every Super Nintendo game that I was I had played growing up and seemingly the ones that, that this game is, is sort of referencing uh, works with the, the B button, not the not the A button. Uh, but, you know, that's that could just be me. Uh, but <laughs> through the first, like... 30 minutes of the game and, and I'm probably going to have this this trouble even going forward. It was a little bit confusing to have those switched in. I feel like at this point, I, I don't know, I'm not a game designer, so I don't know how difficult it is to remap button combinations, but I feel like it's something that you should probably put in your games nowadays. All that being said, Owlboy is a wonderful, charming game that I can't wait to get back to. It works well in docked, works well handheld, and I love the new middle ground that these indies are forming uh, between the throwaway mo mobile ports and the bloated AAA games. This is definitely a good grab for your collection if you're looking for something uh, like this. If the, the visuals grab you, if the uh, story premise grabs you, if the gameplay grabs you, I, I'd say it's a it's a really interesting game. I I think the, the whole system of rather than building up Otis's arsenal, he uh, has friends that he sort of carries around. I think it adds a, a lot of cool little dimensions to how the game works, and I can't wait to see where it goes next. So those are my impressions for Owlboy. I've played through the first hour or so, and I want to know what you think. So let's have some dialogue in the comments here. Uh, let me know what you think of Owlboy, if you plan to pick it up or if you plan to skip it, and why I'd love to have a discussion. Thank you so much for tuning into Nintendo Nightly. Uh, I'd love if you subscribed. You could stay up with all of the latest Nintendo news and trends and uh, video game impressions, reviews, all that fun stuff. You can hit the subscribe button that you see on screen, or if you want to check out the last video that I did on Aegis Defenders, you can also click that in the annotated box above. I'll be back in your feed tomorrow with some impressions of the Fire Emblem DLC that is coming out. But until then, have a wonderful night and keep playing your Switch and, and stuff.